0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. It was all done on the cross, in Calvary, uh, on Calvary's cross. Jesus laid his life there for us to redeem us and to free us of everything. Amen. Amen. He came to save us. But it was a process. It took a long while. It took him what, 33 years before He could get to that place where he was ready. So it was a process. It took time. It took quite some time. uh, But many other things happened prior to uh, Jesus coming on the scene. Uh, But at this point, uh, welcome back. You're you're listening to Conquistando. My name is Diego Gomez, and I have my dear friend Donna uh, on the the phone with us. And she accompanies us uh, every time that we do uh, this show. Uh, At this moment, I, I want to... I want to do uh, what I call a parallel perspective. Parallel perspective. Um, let me let me tell you what a parallel perspective is. Uh, a, a parallel perspective, what you hear from the left, and what you receive from the right, and how a decision is made from the middle. Now you're probably wondering what what the heck is he talking about. Uh-huh. This scenario, this scenario is likened to the cartoon Tom and Jerry. Where and when the cat, Tom, was faced with the decision to do the right or wrong to the mouse. And suddenly two figures would appear. On the left shoulder, a right horned devil with a pitchfork. Would appear urging him to do wrong. To do the wrong thing. And on the right shoulder would appear... The white angel with a halo prompting him to do the right thing. So the outcome of the situation was based on the decision the cat made. Based on the information he received or what was really in the heart of the cat. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. And so I I have a a few more comparisons as it relates to the parallel perspective. And so let me take this down a different path, and let's look at the scales, amen?
1: Uh-huh. The
0: scales. There's a, there's a plate to the left, and there's a plate to the right, and in the center there's a shaft or a pole or the pillar that supports the, the two plates. Sometimes they're used to depict law and order. And so we, in our struggle uh, in humanity, is to try to maintain a certain level of balance. Uh, the image, and the car- because the cartoons back in the day, they didn't have voices. They had just made, they were orc- orc- uh, they ha- there was music in the background and, and, and sound effects and things of the sort. So what they did was they would use the devil on one shoulder and the pitchfork is symbolic of the forked tongue in the serpent, amen, because he would poke you with this thing. All right, so this was in the cartoon. Come on. All right, and then on the right would appear the angel in his white robe with his halo, and the both of them are talking to you at the same time, and this is what I refer to as the parallel perspective. Amen. Because see, mm-hmm. the 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 stem, the pole, the pillar, the center, what supports the balance on the two plates, is what's in your heart. Amen. What yeah. you was taught, what you was brought up on, what it is that motivates and drives you. All right?
1: Yeah. When I
0: was in school, I went to I went to Catholic school for many years. And I always wondered, what is it that would cause for a woman to be a nun or a man to be a priest and to dedicate their whole life to do this? It, it, it was like, wow. What kind of life is that? Amen? Amen? But now look at where I am. And as I look back to the opportunities that, presented, that were presented to me during that time. And so he would come full circle and look at where we are now. Amen? Amen. And so the point that I'm making here is we're still... Coming from Matthew 12 and 34, okay? Yeah. About the abundance of the heart and the process. What it is that allows you to make the right decisions. What it is that will motivate you. And so maybe we can start by looking at what it is that comes out of your mouth. What is it that you say to your children at home? Or what is it you say to your wife? Or, or what is it that you say to your husband? Or what manner of speech do you use when you are in public? And so that's why when we opened up this program, I, I, I wanted to put to the, in the spotlight Mr. Trump. Because he, at this particular point, is a perfect example of what a foul mouth is. And what could potentially be in his heart. And as we continue to move forward in this presidential election, we get to see how much muck and how much junk a person can have in their heart. Because you know what? Once your heart is out of control, what comes out of your mouth, you have no control either. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day and this opportunity. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. And so, comes a time where you look at where you are and your situation. And repentance is almost like an apology. But see, there's one thing that gets in the way, Donna, and that is pride. Pride yes P R I D E gets in the way. And you're like, I'm not gonna say that. Or I remember back in the day when, when um when I was going to ministry school and and uh and at church the, the guys would make fun of the other ones and look at him walking around with his Bible up and under his arm. And uh-huh. and so, you know, that's mean and callous to a certain degree, amen. But the one that was walking around with the sword under his arm and having the utmost respect for our Lord and Savior, looking down the path 10 years later, he turned out to be a lot better off than the ones that were mocking him and conducting themselves like the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Yeah. The vipers. Amen. Amen. But the sad part about all of this is that we're all born that way. Come on. I lost the way at the end. We are all born that way. We are all born out of sin. Amen.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen.
0: Automatically this this was this was the stamp of approval that came from the garden of Eden with uh with Adam and Eve and when they did their mess yes. down there in the company of the proverbial serpent. Amen. Yes. And so now now we can look to the hills where cometh our strength we can look to change we can look to becoming better okay and uh, and amen. notice that i have not used the word religion all right because this is not amen. about this is not about religion it's not amen. it's about relationship amen yes amen Amen. You want to expound a little bit on that for us, Donna? I know you you had um, a lot of verbiage yesterday when it when we were talking about relationship. <laughs> Amen. And I was and I was saying, you know what? How you can tell the depth of your relationship because if you look at the last four let the last four letters, right? S H I P. How yes. big? How big is your ship?
1: Amen. Amen. Praise God.
0: How big is your ship, Donna?
1: Amen. It's large. <laughs> as you said, that a ship is very large. It's not small. So uh, we as a people, individually and corporately, we are carrying a lot of baggage, a lot of things. Because a ship is used as a what? Carrier. Amen. It transports people and things from one destination to another, Amen. Come on. There's a vehicle of transportation, and in our hearts, and that's what you are talking about—the heart of man. How the word says is that's wicked and deceitful. Who can know it but God? So in relationship, just as you and I talk one on one, you know, outside of other people, you share, you know. Uh, intricate details of your life, experiences, and and, and encounters, that's the same thing you have to do with God. And a lot of times we want to talk to people, but we won't talk to God. And the same way we're on this um, line this morning expounding on the Word and we're communicating with one another in the Word That's how we have to do with God. You have to go to him with sincerity. God knows all your flaws. He knows everything about you. But he wants you to come and talk to him about it. And just like as a man with a woman, when you're trying to get to know her because you want uh, uh, her to be in your life, you do what? You spend time with her. A lot of time. You call her on the phone. Uh, Now that we have a great level of uh, uh, social media, they have the telephones, the computers. We have all these um, exports that we can use to uh, interact with one another, even when we're not in the presence of one another. So just like in the physical realm, we don't see God, but he's a spirit. He put all flesh through his son and made that body that he could come suffer and be an example before us that we might know what it is to walk with God and what are the challenges and the differences that you're going to face in the journey of life as you grow and develop in him. And even before you come to him, we go through developmental changes, Many. our physical structure our mindsets, our hearts, even as a baby is born, uh, their lungs is only a certain size. the brain is only at a certain size and it can only it has different levels of capacity of knowledge. and that knowledge in them what what must increase as a physical structure, the arms, legs, muscles and those different things grow. the brain grows and information increases in the mindset. So that's all a part of uh, relations. Every part of our body, every organ correlates together to produce an affection function. For us to be able to speak and read and write and learn and walk and talk, all the organs have to come together and meet as a whole for the right productivity. We have to take up time with God. We have to talk to Him about how we because that's what we do in relationships. When you trying to get to know somebody, you tell them about some experiences that you had and what you uh, like or perceive in a man or a woman, what kind of person you know, you're looking for, uh, what are you trying to accomplish, what are your goals in life. So just like in the natural, we have to do in the spiritual walk. We have to spend time with God. And it's not a a real big thing. Sometimes we get overwhelmed because we're trying to do things like other people. But do it at the capacity of your understanding and how you are led. If, If you can only read one scripture a day, you do it until the ability and the desire for it increases. If you can only pray for five minutes a day, then you do that at the capacity. Because all of us, as the word of God declares, we have been given in Romans twelve what a measure of faith. All of us. But that faith has to be developed. We have a measure of it, but in order for it to increase, then many times we go through different challenges in life. And While we are in these rough places and these dark places, we learn to what? Talk to God. Just like Adam had a relationship with God before God brought Eve along. And how once she came along, then what happened? When they sinned in the garden, they heard what God in the the cool of the day. They heard him.
0: Mm -hmm. Because they had
1: what? Communication with Mm -hmm. him. Yes. And and in order to have a relationship you have to communicate. But
0: that there is also the
1: most important thing. But there but, also
0: has to be a balance. Yes. Donna. Amen. Going back to um because see uh the latter part the latter part mm-hmm. of what I wanted to expound upon today. Yes. is when things don't turn out as you had expected. Amen? Amen. When you think that you can cause for things to make make progress or go better, or when you Mm -hmm. think that in your own mind that you can be your own God, that you can be in charge of your own destiny, that you make all of your moves and all of your choices, all of your decisions, and you do it all. It's you, 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 me, me, me. Amen? And then at the end of the day, at the end of the cycle, guess what? It's just the same, if not Mm -hmm. worse. Yes. And so then how is it that we find a balance? Amen? Amen. As we, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to some praise music. I know Mm -hmm. Jonathan had a a really great time over the weekend recording an artist. Uh, And he was touched by some awesome music that this artist recorded. And uh, he came in here this morning with a smile from ear to ear, uh, overfilled with the joy that he was in the midst of these people for hours upon hours. And what started to be just a short session for a couple of hours multiplied. And it just grew exponentially. And so things didn't turn out as he had expected either. Because, see, Amen. When God gets in the midst of your life, all right, yes. he can cause for things to change. And sometimes, oftentimes, I didn't want to say all the time, we mm-hmm. go against what God has in line for us, what he Amen. has designed for us. He says okay. that the steps of a good man are ordered by who? The Lord. Are ordered by God. Amen. Amen. And so, in order for us to find the perfect balance, there are a few things that we need to do. And when we come back, we're gonna go right there. Amen.
1: Amen. Gracias.